Hey guys, Kyler back with Kyler Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 21. Um, today's going to be a little different because uh, probably early to mid next week, I'm going to have uh, my good friend Colton Feedback on. Um, so today is just going to be a combat sports episode, which I love. I love doing this. Um, just going to be all combat sports. We're going to talk, you know, obviously a little MMA, a little wrestling headlines, a little boxing headlines. We're going to get into what's next. Um... Mainly, it's the heavyweight division. You know, we'll get into Pedro Munoz, Magomed Ankalaev, but then we'll do. I'm doing one-off fights for Tom Aspinall, Chris Dawkins, Jarzinho Rosenstruck, Curtis Blade, Cyril Gane, Alexander Volka, or I mean Cyril, Cyril Gane and Derek Lewis. Then I'll have three. The three fighters I would like to see Nate Diaz fight the most, maybe. And I think these could are, are likely. These three could be likely fights, especially the number one on my list. But we'll get into that, and then we're going to get into UFC two fifty nine, uh, Blahovich versus Adesanya predictions. We're going to have uh, Joseph Benavidez versus uh, Askar Askarov in a flyweight bout. We got Dom Cruz, Casey Kenny, Tiago Santos, Alexander Rakic. Uh, Islam Makachev versus Drew Dober, Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling for the Bantamweight title, Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson for the women's featherweight title, and of course, your main event, Jan Blahovich, the current UFC light heavyweight champion, versus Israel Adesanya, the current UFC middleweight champion. They will obviously be fighting at 205 for Jan's light heavyweight title. Let's get into some headlines first. Um, okay. Obviously, Derek Lewis KO Blades in, in the second after a slow start. Yeah, it was a really bad. Blades looked great on the feet. I think he got too comfortable, though. Uh, he was, I think he, out, he was out striking 31 to 3 before that knockout punch. So, I thought Blades looked really good on the feet, but I thought he didn't mix in the wrestling enough. And I think he, he kind of got too comfortable in the stand up, and you can't get comfortable against Derek Lewis now. And look what happens. You get flatline KO'd and you go into the back of the line. And Derek Lewis now next in line or right up there in line. We'll see what happens. We'll get into what I think should happen next for him. Um, but yeah, incredible win by Derek Lewis because it wasn't going well. It was all Curtis Blades. He dominated the first round. He was looking good. Um, yeah, it was a great win for Derek Lewis uh, to keep him up there to compete, you know, have a chance to get to a title shot. Uh, Cyril Gane beat Jarzinho Rosenstruck via unanimous decision. Wasn't a very fun, good fight. You know, Gane just outpointed him. But, you know, again, I've no, I don't think Rosenstruck is a a title threat, in my opinion. Like, threat to the title. I would say that, you know, obviously Stipe Ngannou, Jones, Lewis. Stipe Ngannou, Jones, Lewis. Volkov, Gane, those guys are just on a different level to me than he is. Um, I even think maybe Curtis Blades would take Rosenstruck, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, 50-45 across all the scorecards. Um, pretty easy win for Cyril Gane. And again, we'll get to what I think's next for him. Uh, Poirier says he knows Trilogy will be a lot different. May or June is when it will go down. He said that on the Rogan podcast. Connor wants it ASAP. I heard Connor wants it in May. Poirier would like June or July. You offer somebody enough money, which the UFC will offer Poirier enough money. I bet it goes down in late May. It would be my guess. Possibility of two pay-per-views in May. Diaz, early May. Poirier, Diaz, or Poirier McGregor, three. Late May. We'll see what happens, though. Um, yeah, it must go down. Trilogy has to happen. Run it back. 
Uh, Dana says they will go to Texas ASAP now they're now that they are opening up. Florida will be in play as soon as well. So Texas is opening up completely. Dallas is the only place not opening up. So uh, Dana said, you know, Houston. I'm hearing they're also going to look into Austin and San Antonio. Um, they're going to go to Texas. It's going to be a it's it's going to be a lot of Texas, a lot of Florida this year. Um, because of fans, so it looks like f- fans could be back as er- as early as uh, this month, late this month, uh, March twenty seventh. Steve Angano too could have fans possibly. I don't know if they can do that quickly enough though. I'm guessing they're going to have to wait until two sixty one or maybe two sixty two, two sixty three. Um. So we'll see what happens though. But I can't wait to have fans back. Uh, Dana says there's still a chance for Khabib to return if a good fight presents itself. Like I said, I think I I know what they were waiting for. They were hoping Conor beat Poirier. Now, again, it's a good thing about having a rematch. Conor can erase all that. Conor could go out there and beat Poirier. And then say, see, it was the time off. Now that I'm back and I'm I'm in tra- I'm training because I mean let's be real when you take that year off Connor didn't go through a year with full training camp he was taking breaks he's he's training every day again like he's training so he's not taking breaks he's training every day so now he's back in a full camp back to back back to back camps back to back fights he goes out there and beats Poirier you can just say well look see it was a time off we'll see what happens though. Um, Dana says they're working with Dillashaw on a fight. It would be a number one contenders fight. I'm guessing it's either Sandhagen or Rob Font. In my opinion, Corey Sandhagen is the toughest fight for Dillashaw at the weight class. Very tough fight. I think Sandhagen is the best 135er in the world right now. I think he beats Peter Jan. I think he beats Aljamain Sterling now this time. I think he's grown up so much. That flying knee KO against Frank Yeager was absolutely filthy. Sandhagen Dillashaw, I actually believe that's the that's the two best bantamweights in the world fighting, not for a belt. Which you're just gonna probably make it on a fight night five rounder anyway, but still. Uh Shamayev announces retirement. Dana says no. Um so obviously everyone knows Shamayev had COVID. He's had some really bad, uh, really bad stuff going with his body, I guess, uh, from COVID, and he he was flown out to Vegas to get all these testing done and take all this medication, and he starts training, and he realizes he can't train, and he's like he gets you know he's breathing weird and he's like he's feeling he's feeling sick, and so he retires emotionally, and Dana goes, well, he doesn't understand he can't be training like he wants to train. You go for a walk. You know, it can affect your lungs very bad. You go for a walk. Do some stretching. You don't go in and have a spar, (laughs) you know. I think he'll be back. I hope he is. I hope he's back because I'm not the biggest fan, but I think he's going to be a very good fighter in the UFC for a long time if he wants to be. Uh, Luke Rockwell preparing for UFC return mid-late summer. Hopefully it's at middleweight. I don't want to see him fight at light heavyweight. He looks way too slow and way too big in my opinion. Uh, I think him fighting at... 185 is his best fit. And 185 is really open. There's a ton of good fights for him, too. You know, uh, maybe Weidman gets a win over Uriah Hall. You do, you know, Weidman, Rockhold, or even Uriah Hall, Rockhold, if, if Hall wins. 
lot of good fights for Rockhold at 185, in my opinion. Uh, UFC does cut JDS and Overeem. Yeah, I mean, I saw this one. I didn't, I didn't know about Overeem, but I definitely saw JDS coming. Um, the Overeem one kind of makes sense, too. He said it was his last run. He got beat. It's over. He's not going to get to the title anymore. Neither is JDS, of course. I hear both them plan on still fighting, especially JDS, which kind of is mind-blowing. But JDS and Overeem are probably going to still fight, which is just kind of crazy. Uh, Leon Edwards will fight Bilal Muhammad. On March 13th, Covington and Wonderboy couldn't be ready for that date. So, what's going on? What is going on at welterweight? Most likely, we'll get into this right now, Usman and Masvidal will coach tough and then fight in August or September. Um... So and then somebody yesterday asked Dana White, will Bilal Muhammad get a title shot if he beats Leon Edwards? Dana White said, uh, possible. <laughs> no, it's not. And Bilal Muhammad's probably not going to beat Leon Edwards anyway. Um, again, long layoff, though, for Edwards. But I don't see Bilal Muhammad beating Leon Edwards, in my honest opinion. Um, so where does that leave everybody? Uh, Covington possibly could fight Burns. What I would do if I'm Covington, I'd wait and watch Muhammad Edwards. I'd fight the winner of that. I would fight the winner of Edwards Muhammad. I'd love to see Wonderboy fight Gilbert Burns, and then do uh, Covington against the winner of Edwards and Muhammad. I think that's fair. Uh, UFC wants okay, so I don't know what's happening here. So what I looked at now is the pay per views are and there's one April, one in May, and one in June, one in July. Um, I'm guessing they're going to try to get Nate on the April or May one. There could be another one. In, okay, there could be two in June. Um, so I'm guessing Connor Poirier either is going to get the May or the late June. Because the early June already has June 12th. Because isn't there one, there's one June 12th and then possibly June 26th. Unless they go to July, which they could do that. The headliner is Figueredo Moreno 2. I, I know the UFC has this weird policy where they don't want to have a non-title fight headline a title fight over a title fight, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Do you want to sell money or no? Because I would love to know the numbers. I guess we could probably find those out right here. We're going we're gonna to get on Google. We're going to get on Google right here live on the podcast. What would that have been? Okay, so... Figueredo Moreno. Okay, so it was UFC two fifty six pay per view buys. What are we guessing? Couple hundred. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, the, uh, the, oh my goodness. Trying to find it here for you guys. Okay, so there's nothing really here to show. That. So they didn't release these, probably. I guarantee you, they didn't release these. 
I guarantee it. So you got UFC 253. So okay, so the most recent ones, obviously McGregor holds holds every record in the book. Mayweather Canelo did two point two million. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, obviously McGregor owns every UFC record. Uh, they did okay. They finally adjusted it. With McGregor Cerrone, it did more than Usman Masvidal. Um, okay, so like one some recent ones, two fifty three, Adesanya Costa and two forty nine, Ferguson Gaethje both did seven hundred k, two fifty four, Habib Gaethje did six hundred seventy five thousand. Khabib's a real good seller though, guys. Come on. Two fifty two, Miocic Cormier three did five hundred thousand. I really thought that one was gonna do more. A big time trilogy. Just trying to find some big ones, some re- more recent ones too. I mean, it could be a huge seller. Him and I acquainted the three hundred fifty thousand. So okay, let's not talk about him being a seller anymore. Wilder Fury one did three hundred twenty. What did the second one do? The second one did a lot. Did it not? Okay, we're gonna have to find that second one because I know the second one did more than the first one. Way more. 320000 for the first one was a dud. But the second one was a lot bigger. You come back and, you know. So. Um, well, wait, we're not finding 256, it looks like. I mean, okay, obviously they did good. I found it. Are Sonya Anderson Silva did 175,000 buys? <laughs> that is not good. Wow, I thought it did way better. Okay, so we don't know. It doesn't look like it did good, though. That's why the UFC is not releasing the official numbers. So, uh, yeah, that's why you have Connor headline over flyweights. You do Connor Poirier 3 over the flyweights on June 12th if you want to do that. Good night. Um, okay. Uh, PFL returns April 23rd, headlined by Anthony Pettis. He's going to fight uh, Clay Collard, who is also a, a professional boxer under the, P- under the uh, top-ranked banner. He had a great showing last year in 2020. He's 9-3 as a boxer. He's very talented. That'll be a great fight. Good, tough fight for Pettis in his first fight. Roy McDonald will debut on April 29th against uh, David Mashad. I don't know much about this Mashad guy. I'm going to have to do more research on him. Uh, I heard he's a tough guy, though, and it's not going to be an easy one for Rory. Rory will be favored pretty heavily, but it should not be a walk in the park. Shevchenko Andrade, title fight set for UFC 261 on April 24th. This is also a potential return of Nate Diaz. On April 24th as well. Figueredo Moreno. Obviously like I said. Figueredo Moreno 2. Set for June 12th. Both these fights could be in Texas. Uh, or possibly Florida. If Figueredo Moreno's in June. They could have Florida by June. Sage Northcutt returns April 28th. And will take on Japanese legend Shinye Aoki. Um, I'm guessing Northcutt's going to be favored. Isn't Shinye like 48? I would guess that Sage is favored. I, I I hope he wins that fight. And like we said, Usman and Masvidal will coach tough. Um, and they're probably going to fight in August or September. Should be interesting. I don't care to see that fight again, though, to be honest. Okay. So, Edge picks Roman Reigns for the main event of WrestleMania 37. Was the correct pick. As long as Roman walks walks out of WrestleMania, Universal Champion. 
should not Edge should not beat him. That should not happen. Daniel Bryan will face Jey Uso, who is in a uh, who is with Roman Reigns um, Friday on SmackDown. If he win, if Daniel Bryan wins, he will face Reigns at Fastlane for the Universal Title. I'm guessing Bryan will win, but he will not beat Reigns at Fastlane. That's for sure. Uh, Lashley beats Miz on Raw to become new WWE Champion. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to go towards. I think they should uh, include Miz in the triple threat match. What I'm guessing will happen first is Lashley's going to defend the WWE title against the Miz at Fastlane. Miz will get his rematch clause. And then it's probably just going to be McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania for the WWE title is my guess. Who should leave WrestleMania WWE champion? I would say Lashley. I think they should give him a push, so... Um, AEW, all the wrestling signs, Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show. Big signing. And I guess Sunday, big pay-per-view for AEW. Uh, they signed another huge talent that they're going to announce. I will definitely be tuned in to see who that is. Um, AEW, AEW pay-per-view revolution will be March 7th, headlined by Kenny Omega versus John Moxley for the AEW title. And Steen and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Rick Starks. Now on to boxing. Again, this isn't going to be a very, very long podcast, but do expect the one coming this week with my buddy uh, Colton Fee to be a very long one. Definitely over two hours, probably hovering around three, three and a half. So that'll be a long one for sure. We'll dive into everything. Um, Canelo versus, uh, or Canelo beats Yildirim in three. Billy Joe is next. Again, I don't favor anyone to beat Canelo. But I do think Billy Joe has the best chance at beating Canelo. And I can't wait. I'll be tuned into that for sure. I will definitely be watching May 8th, Billy Joe Saunders, Canelo Alvarez. Jake Paul says he will beat Ben Askren quick. Then says he will embarrass Nate Diaz. After that, it's Conor McGregor. Uh, good luck. Uh, I don't think he beats Askren quick. And, and come on, he's not beating Nate Diaz either. So he's never getting to Conor if he plans on going Ben, Nate, Conor. Frank Mir will box former boxing champion Antonio Tarver on that Paul Askren undercard. So, interesting there. Antonio Tarver's 58 years old, I believe. Interesting, uh, but whatever. Uh, Broner came back and got a win. It was questionable, people thought. Uh, He has outlanded 207 to 98. Um, A lot of people thought Giovanni Santiago won. Uh, I didn't see the fight, really. I saw some clips. Broner gets a big win, though. He needed that win. Uh, Javante Davis named as a driver and hit and, ru- hit and run that injured three people. We'll see, though. We don't know how true this is. Just a report. Uh, obviously, I'll gain more information. Floyd said the Logan Paul fight will happen. They're going to get a new date done soon. Devin Haney versus Jorge Linares, Linares in the works for April, tw- April 17th. That's a great fight. I think Haney should win, but it's a very tough fight. Aram says Pacquiao... Or Porter will likely be next for Bud Crawford. Uh, good, love to see either one of those fights. Obviously, we want to see. Um, why do I? I always forget his name. The guy that Bud Crawford should fight. Probably the best pound pound fighter in the sport. Um. Earl Spence, Jesus, good lord. 
Obviously, everyone see Bud Crawford and Earl Spence, but you're, you know, Pacquiao Porter's not a bad, you know, not bad at all. Uh, I'd love to see either one of those for Bud Crawford. Uh, Fury says he'll at least fight twice this year. Tells Joshua not to cower away from the fight. He says he'll fight without him if he has to. Um, I'm pretty sure I just saw Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. I'm sure I saw a headline. So here we go. A headline. All points. Anthony Joshua. Holy money. Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury has finally reached an agreement over their heavyweight title unification bout according to promoter Bob Arum. It is done as far as I'm concerned. That's what each side has said. Now we are scrambling to get the thing signed and everything. Okay, so it's not done. Don't say it's done if you have to get it signed. But I can clearly say... What? Holy cow. Both champions will earn half of a $350 million purse? Holy mother of goodness. That's $175 million for both guys. And they're probably going to sign a two-fight deal. Because you got the rematch clause. Oh, wow. Okay, so it looks like you're going to get it. We're going to get Joshua. And I heard uh, July? July. I want to say I heard July. <laughs> yep. Push back. Okay, so it's going to be in July. Um, Fury Joshua. Oh, that's huge. That's huge news. Oh, thank goodness we're getting that fight. Like I said, I was hoping we were going to get all these big fights. You're going to get Canelo versus all these uh, super middleweights. Love. Sounds like we're pushing towards Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis. Please, you're going to get Fury Joshua. Big fights for boxing this year. I love it. Um, I cannot wait for that. Um, Eddie Hearn also agrees with me. He says that Billy Joe Saunders has the best chance of beating Canelo. Okay, so let's get into a little what's next. Mainly heavyweights, um, but we'll get the two other guys out of the way who got big wins. Pedro Munoz. Uh, I think Marlon Marais would be a good one. Marais, two-fight losing streak. He's ahead of uh, Munoz is just un- under him in the ranking, so that's a good fight. Or the winner winner of this weekend's fight, Dominic Cruz and Casey Kenny, also a good fight. Love to see either one. I have Marais one, and then that one second. Magomed Ankalaev won. Fight the loser of Santos Rockich this weekend. Two, I believe this one's in April. Fight the winner of uh, Anthony Smith and Jim Crew. All right, so these are gonna be one offs. Tom Aspinall. Marcin Tybura, Chris Dawkins, Augusto Sakai. Then I just paired Jarzinho Rosenstruck and Curtis Blades together. Uh, Cyril Gane, Alexander Volkov, Derek Lewis, Stipe Francis, loser. Three fighters I would like to see Nate Diaz fight next. Three. My third option would be Justin Gaethje. All these are going to be at 170 because Nate said he's only fighting at 170. Justin Gaethje. I just threw Gaethje in there because I didn't want to throw Connor and Poirier in there because that's not realistic till right now. So, you know, you got to wait on that one till they fight each other. 
Um, but he could fight Poirier or Connor after after they fight for the trilogy. That's very possible as well. But Gaethje's on there for sure. Uh, two, Colby Covington. He doesn't have a dance partner, and that would be a very fun one. Um, so yeah, Covington be very interesting. Number one though is very clearly an easy Tony Ferguson. Who would not want to see Tony Ferguson in Nate Diaz? That is a fantastic fight. Get that done at 170. Tony coming off two straight losses. Nate coming off a loss. Both guys need a win. Have them fight each other in a huge fight. Now, UFC 259. Blahovich versus Adi Asanya predictions. Again, we're about the 25-minute mark. I said this would be a shorter one because later this week, midweek, going to be a very long one. So to open it up is Joseph Benavidez versus Oscar Oskarov in a flyweight bout. I think Benavidez should be done, in my opinion. I think he should have retired after his last loss. I'm going to Askarov via second-round submission. Dominic Cruz, Casey Kenny, a little gatekeeper fight for Cruz here. Interesting that he took this. He could have definitely got a, t- a better, a bigger name if he wanted to. But I am going Cruz via decision. Too much too soon for Casey Kenny. Cruz has three losses. Uriah Faber when he was young. Cody Garbrandt for the title. And then, oh yeah, Henry Sudo for the title. Okay, so he's only lost to high-level guys. And he's ranked 11 for some reason. I think he's going to easily beat Casey Kenny. I think he actually embarrasses him in there. Uh, Cruz via decision, 30-27 in my opinion. Those are the, those are on the, uh, the prelims. Now to the main card, Tiago Santos, Alexander Rockich. This is going to be a very good fight. I got Rockich via decision. I think it's going to be kind of one-sided also. I think Rockich is too big and strong. I think he's just going to muscle him around, kind of like, kind of like Glover. I, and this Rockich kid is good. He could be champion easily. Um, yeah, I got Rockich. It'd be a decision. Islam Makachev versus Drew Dober. I like Drew Dober. Makachev's wrestling is going to be too much. I'm going Makachev via second round TKO as much as that pains me to say. Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling. I think Aljamain Sterling is a better fighter than Peter Yan. I think he's, you know, he's got more athleticism. I think he's going to end up getting this to the ground early. I got Sterling via first round submission. I think he subs him quick. Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson for the women's featherweight title. I love Megan Anderson. She's long, rangy. But I think Nunez will find a way to connect. I think got Nunez via first round TKO. And then the main event, Jan Blahovich versus Israel Adesanya for the light heavyweight title. Is he trying to become a champ champ? Obviously replicating what Conor McGregor has done. And now many more have come behind Conor, of course. Follow the leader. Um, I'm going Izzy via third round KO. I think Jan is going to get flustered early in these first two rounds. Izzy's going to outpoint him. And Jan's not going to be able to touch him much. He's going to end up overextending Izzy KO in the in round three. Like I said, we're going to be back for a lot, and it'll be probably midweek. Um, I just wanted to get this uh, Combat Sports Podcast out because there were so many headlines. Obviously, a massive fight card this week. Um, obviously, now we just know Fury Joshua probably going to be in July. Canelo fighting in May against Billy Joe Saunders. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace.